0: And welcome back to the games Gamescast. This is episode sixty-five. I'm your host Christian Buckley, joined as always by the Cozy Conductor Kevin Diaz. How are you doing?
1: Doing good. Doing good. How are you? Doing, doing all right. I'm saying?
0: Doing all right. It's a nice overcast today. Everything looks gray outside, but it's not cold. That's my favorite weather. It is,
1: weather. Mm. It is uh, not that here. Uh, it is uh, hot and sunny. Ninety-one. We're touching a hundred tomorrow and Friday you know so uh there is that you know but other than that i'm good i'm good it's just just hanging out chilling i you know.
0: wonder out of these 65 episodes of gamescast how many times we've opened talking about weather i mean i think it's the natural way to start no personally. i think it is because you know the thing is i record I, yeah. right next to a window and i can just see the top of a tree and just mm. clouds mm. so it's like it's very mm. nice it's a good view
1: but. yeah yeah it's the opposite side of the room, but I think it's important to really, you know, not only <laughs> compare and contrast our gaming opinions, but mm-hmm. the weather and our biomes, if you will. Oh, for sure. So, yeah. uh, oh,
0: This week, there's a bit of stuff to go over. Uh, Resident Evil Village impressions, Cap... Not Capcom. Uh, Well, Capcom, yeah, they did Village, but Ubisoft is in the news about some future decisions, and we're going to do a little touch base on E3 before e3 season kicks up because it's probably going to start kicking up like any day now because it's at this point exactly a month away um yeah but before that we're going to kick the show off with a new segment that uh i did not prep you on but a new segment yes a new segment
1: okay all right all right hit me with it hit me with it
0: much to my dismay it seems like this free fortnite apple versus epic thing is not going away anytime soon and, I did
1: want to... Yeah. Oh, you know what? I don't want to cut you off. Please, go ahead.
0: go ahead. Considering every single headline I read out of this goddamn court case, it just drains me of my will to live even more and more. Um, we have a, a nice little segment, you know, a little pick-me-up, if uh, listeners or either of us having a bad day. Uh, the segment, at least you're not epic. So. It's not epic. It's
1: not... I did want to say one thing. Yes. Right. You know, so a little, a little peek behind the curtain to those viewers watching Games Cast, mm-hmm. right? Usually Christian is definitely the helm of, like, what gets talked about here. And it's more of just like, hey, oh you i to talk about this? It's like, yeah, sure, whatever. You know, I oh, you say yes. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, like, all right. Like, I typically, you know, I feel like you have a good gauge at, like, oh, okay, Kevin might not want to talk about this. We won't talk about this, right? Mm-hmm. But uh,
0: I know you more than you know yourself at this point, I think.
1: That is very true. That's very true. I'm happy that... We're bringing it up <laughs> because I I'm actually finding the um, court case like fascinating. Probably not in the way that like some people are see are are seeing it are seeing it as fascinating. Mm-hmm. But uh, I know you have like next to no interest in it, and that's totally fine. Yeah. But I have I have somewhat more of a degree of interest in it. Like I'm actually intrigued by this case, to be honest.
0: So. But- the the gist of the segment is every week because every week there's something with this uh we'll find something that's like hey you know what if you're feeling bad about yourself here's what epic is dealing with right now you know just to make yourself feel a little better so at the moment the current like argument of their case is resting on peely the fucking banana man and yes yes specifically it's resting on the idea that peely the banana skin for Fortnite, right is risque because his clothing Mm -hmm. his banana peel can come Mm -hmm. undone and an attorney in in the courtroom in front of a federal judge asked if peely removing his banana skin is inappropriate or sexual and then epic's response it's a banana, ma'am. That is official court documented. F- convert- I have no Kevin. I have no faith in humanity anymore. What the fuck. I, oh.
1: I need to double check real quick because yeah. me and I believe Mister Badbit. I don't want to get it wrong. Mm-hmm. Let me just double check. Yes, it was Mister Badbit of, of course, played in Trophy Room. Shout out to that podcast. I was on there one time. Great show. But he uh, decided to coin this this whole altercation with the the banana man. The Peely Papers, you know, similar to the Bill of Rights, sure. one might say, you know, um, which I would now categorize as two documents that hold the same level of importance in United States history, mm-hmm. personally. So,
0: yeah. So,
1: yeah, I I, um, I found that hilarious. Um, and like, I never thought we'd be really debating the essence of like your banana skin and its sexuality or its sexual nature, if you will. Um, in the court of law, but.
0: (laughs) Like, just, Kevin, the thing is, I think, yes, there's interesting things about, like, how it breakdowns of, like, uh, how much Epic pays for a thing, how much they pay a debt. Like, that stuff, I think, is interesting, because we never get a look in that, but, like, it's, there's more stuff like this than there is stuff like that. And this just makes me tired.
1: Uh, okay, Maybe I haven't been seeing the more absurd things like this, mm-hmm. right? But, like, I found, like, bits of it, like, uh, you know, Epic tried to pay $200 million for Sony to put some of their exclusives on mm-hmm. Epic Game Store on PC. I thought that was interesting. That, like, that was a pitch that happened, mm-hmm. you know? I found that cool. Also, the, like, internal review of The Last of Us Part Two from Microsoft and Xbox, like, what they had to say about the game. So, like, I've been seeing, like, those aspects and... I find those aspects very interesting and, like, just just interesting just things to kind of, like, you know, mm-hmm. mellow on. That, that's a real thing that happened. But, yes, there are many absurd things like this.
0: And this, I guarantee Pili. you this will probably go on for many more weeks and months. And we're not going to see I'm the so end excited. of this.
1: <laughs> but I'm very excited. I'm um, very excited.
0: With that, let's talk about what we've been playing. Um, we got a brand new release last week. Uh, i won't go too deep on it because we'll do it kevin and i were talking about doing a spoiler cast for pots once he beats this game but as of friday no sorry since friday as of sunday the week of recording this may 12th i have beat resident evil village now
1: congratulations good sir congratulations
0: at the moment i gotta do a replay You know, I played on standard, took me 11 hours. Uh, It is currently my second ranked in the series out of all the ones I've played so far, right behind our number two. Yes,
1: wow. Okay, okay.
0: For context, um, my top five Uh, this has been altered since I replayed seven uh, on stream last week. Uh, Let's see, Resident Evil ranking it is number one. Resident Evil 2. Number 2, Resident Evil Village. Number 3, Resident Evil Remake HD, like the original one that's on PS4. Uh, RE4, then RE7. So. Okay. And I I love all the games I just read off, right? I'm a huge fan of Resident Evil. I think Village is such an improvement over 7, a game I already loved. When it comes to the setting, uh, just... Shooting, shooting feels much better than it did in Seven. Uh, I personally like the puzzles in Village because where Seven I thought they were unique little things like you know the shadows and uh, the escape yeah. room sort of thing with the tapes. Yeah. Like those were cool, but I think in Village it just feels so much more natural, and you're also constantly on the move in Village because of just overwhelming odds and a sense of urgency where seven it's like there's periods where you feel like you're on the move right like you're not constantly being chased by jack baker you're doing that in the house for a bit and then it's like okay i'm taking my time and i feel like by the time you hit the ship in seven the game loses some steam pretty significantly especially on a replay but village i think it just escalates the entire time and i was a huge fan of that
1: interesting interesting i wonder how i'm gonna feel about it you know um like would you agree with the um i've heard like this statement like multiple times online where it's like um like the best parts of village is that it echoes or mimics resident evil 4 in a way um i I think one of the things are that like it's setting Mm -hmm. and has a very like similar type of feeling to the overall um environment and i think the emphasis on a little bit more of like an action-oriented mm-hmm. uh uh set pieces and everything harbinge back to raising 4 like would you agree with those things mostly
0: yes okay because i played re4 right and i really love re4 but i think re4 can use a remake absolutely right. so playing village there were definitely times where i was like had a big smile on my face of like oh this is like a proof of concept, I think, for how an RE4 remake could function. Um, yeah, which got me very excited because something that Village adds is the merchant, where there's a couple safe rooms basically in the game where the merchant will be, and if you explore the world enough, you can find treasures. Um, some you can like combine with others to become more valuable. Others are just like tiny crystals you can find. And you can sell those to restock ammo, buy new guns, buy weapon mods, and stuff like that throughout your playthrough, which I think is great because, again, it is more action-based than 7 is, like you said, and what the impressions have been, but you're constantly, or at least I felt, I'm constantly being drained of my ammunition, so it never feels like I am safe, because I know if I have 70 bullets in my handgun... By the time I reach the next save room, I'm probably gonna have to restock, because I'm just gonna be tapped, and that happened pretty often. Um, so, okay. Okay. I think it's I think the action is definitely there, but because of the way it's paced, it's still very tense. And compared to seven, which like granted I knew some things about seven going into seven, but I think this game is maybe the. Scariest resident evil i've played and
1: you see that i have not heard <laughs> i've heard that like you know they you know heard critique about resident evil 7 and that it was like too scary and they felt a and and they felt the need to like tone it down for village mm-hmm. and i feel like other people have said that so i think you're the first person i've heard that says that, like it's scary it's like the scariest one which is interesting to me but, but please go on
0: yeah like when I say it's the scariest one, I don't mean that it's not also the most ridiculous... It's more ridiculous than Seven, because by the end of this thing, it's like, wow, okay, they're, like, throwing some Hail Marys with some of these things, which I was a fan of, but, yeah, Seven, I think, falls under that category of, like, as Ethan, you're this everyday guy who's going into this, like, Texas Chainsaw sort of thing. Like, it feels like a B-movie, um, like an American horror B-movie, not really, like how re2 feels like a b-movie survival thing um it, so on that front sure i can see that but i do think that there are moments of village that when i see what's going on i just felt more fear in my heart than i did with seven like seven that was more kind of like jump scares of like ah there's jack or like oh no he's gonna get me but like this was more oh oh god that's Disturbing kind of
1: okay, okay, I understand
0: because like seven, I I think, isn't even scary as much as it's just like gross. Like, seven, I think, is the grossest game I've ever played.
1: I would use the word like eerie, is how I would describe like most of my time with like Resident Evil 7. Like, I wouldn't say like I was necessarily like scared, I mean, I I don't think I'll ever really be like scared of a game, Mm -hmm. right? Um. Like, even though, like, horror is, like, not, not not my, like, big jam in life. Like, I don't really, like, seek out horror media that much. Um, but, yeah, like, I would call Resident Evil 7, like, a very eerie experience for me. Um, like, tense, you could say as well, right? I felt that. But, like, I wouldn't use the word scary, for sure. But, yeah.
0: And, okay. granted, part of this also could fall under the idea that, like, I just think setting-wise, Village is much more appealing to what i like out of a game like this than what seven does because seven is like you know again texas chainsaw like the american south the bayou stuff like that but this is much more like gothic castles uh werewolves vampires zombies uh bloodborne-esque very existential things i'd say shades of pt as well in here in certain sequences but um yeah, all that combined, I think it's a great package. I think it's the realization of what they wanted to do when they went first person with 7. And I'm very excited for Resident Evil 9, whenever that hits. I hope it's soon. I know what uh, 7 was 2017, so we probably got a ways to go before 9 and a couple remakes to get out before then. But I'm anxiously waiting for yeah. RE9. Well,
1: okay that's good mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, i'm i'm eager to check it out for sure mm-hmm. Eager to play it um i think you told me before i started recording that you know there's some things that <laughs> i might find quite interesting uh yeah. about village yeah uh
0: there's there's one <laughs> sequence that i will absolutely be in your chat for because i did not Off know... of... yeah
1: sorry no, go ahead go ahead
0: so i heard people say like like oh there there was something that I, after I did it I had to put the controller down and like there's stuff I heard that and I was like oh what's this gonna be, and. There reached a point where I was just like, actively out loud just being like no no okay, no thanks no thanks and then like it kept progressing wow. and I kept doing the thing and it was like, oh. Huh? Like I have a picture of my face like because I was just like jaw dropped I was like what, um, but
1: holy shit yeah. yeah okay 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 am i gonna vomit
0: i don't think you're gonna vomit but i think you're gonna be very disturbed (laughs) like more so than you have been with anything i've seen you stream
1: okay okay that should be fun yeah (laughs) definitely that should be fun
0: definitely last thing i'll say um in terms of being a fan of the series because i played all of them last year the connections it does make they're not in your face, but the implications it has, I was, like, marking out. I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Holy shit. Um, and that is, in turn, tied to, like, Chris Redfield, too. So, like, I again, I think if you just read up about his history or watch a recap about his history, you'll be fine. It probably okay. won't be as big of a hype thing for you or a new player that isn't familiar with Chris. But um, for those that care... I think the the lore about RE in this game is also very interesting too. So I see. Overall Shall I'd probably good? give it like a nine. So big fan.
1: Nine? Is it your current is it your current Goldie?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Capcom's cool. got one and two locked down for me right now. This and Monster Hunter, so <laughs> hmm. we'll see how everything progresses. But speaking of new releases, Kevin, you wrapped up Returnal. Final thoughts on Returnal. Let's hear it.
1: Returnal is a very good game it's a very good game very good game um so thursday night i'm doing a run it was a run where i'm like okay kev let's 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 take it seriously you know let's let's try and get what you have learned right and let's see if we can really go go the distance go go the limit right so my main i think last week i was still stuck on the third boss um I was able to get there and beat the third boss, right? And I think looking back on Returnal fundamentally, right? If you can learn as much as you can learn in the first act of the first act of the game, right? Because there's 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 three acts in the game. Because the because like Re, Returnal, now that I've beaten it, and I don't mind saying this, like, and I don't think it's like a huge spoiler. It's broken up into two different games, Christian. Like, there's Act 1 and then Act 2, right? Which both acts make the totality of a given run in Returnal, right? Um, There's some story reasons as to why those are split up, which I'm not going to say here. But you get, after you beat the third biome, you get sent to the fourth biome. But they're meant to be, like, mimics, if you will, of the first two biomes that you went through. Right. Right. Um, And then the third biome is a different biome. It's a very different type of biome. So that would be the
0: sixth, technically. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so, yeah, yeah. So, like, when you get into that second act after the third biome, you have a whole biome with a boss. Mm -hmm. Then you have a really big biome that you're meant to, um, you know, collect these different things to get to the final biome Mm -hmm. that has an ending boss. And that's the end of the game. Right. But I think fundamentally, if you get through that third biome, you're going to be able to beat the game. Like, I think that 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 second phase of the game is not hard, like at all you know is it t te- is tedious is a, is a word to use for sure like is it like that specific section i wouldn't call tedious i would call the entire run in returnal a little bit tedious right for sure like, like all six like, combined yeah when you do all six like that's that run i was having christian it was like a five hour run Damn. it was like five hours you know and no um yeah There are no saves, but when you beat that third bio and go into that second part of the game, Mm -hmm. when you die there, it respawns you back at that beginning of that part. It's not like you go all the way back, Mm -hmm. it's just at that, yeah. So, um, there is like a middle checkpoint in Returnal where it's like you could do the first part of Returnal in like maybe two hours tops maybe maybe even less than that if you're going really fast with it i've gotten there i've gotten through it in an hour because like i said before last week the game opens up where you can have different shortcuts and you don't have to go through every biome in the first act um i don't think that is the case in the second part of the game i think the second part of the game you have to go through every biome and and do that maybe not like i haven't spent a lot of time in that second act since i beat the game um i, I still plan to Cause I'm kind of flirting with the idea of a platinum, but I know it's a lot of RNG and like a lot of people have been super frustrated with it. So I'm not sure if I actually will, but I do think that like fundamentally, like if you get through that first part of Returnal, you can definitely do the second part. Like it's not hard. It's really not that hard. Um, Uh it does take you to to some really cool biomes that I was not anticipating, did not expect, but um. I think overall, like, I really like this game, Christian. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I think it's a really good game. I think its gameplay is obviously the main hook. Um, those boss battles that you get towards the end of the game are like so gorgeous. You know what I'm saying? Like, like there's uh, my favorite boss is the fourth biome boss. Like that, that like there's a specific like orchestra playing in this whole boss battle, and like just the way their attacks look visually like it looks like a fucking rave like it it looks beautiful (laughs) like it looks insane um and you know me vibrant colors sucker for that but like the how much they throw at you and like the moves you have to do to like maneuver around these attacks are just like so so fun to do um but overall i think that definitely the biggest thing working against this game um like, I guess difficulty, you can say, but I'm on the mind of, like, I also think that, like, you just need to spend a little bit more, more, more time with the game. I, you, you know me. Like, I'm someone that, like, still art like, is still dodging Bloodborne to this day. Yeah. Right. Powered. Yeah. Like, call me, by all means. By all means, King. By all means. Especially like, now.
0: Especially now.
1: I'm on that level, right? Uh-huh. Returnal is not hard. It's not that hard of a game. Like, it. It just requires you you to just learn the weapons, learn the alternate fires, learn the enemy types. You're totally gonna be fine. Now, what right?
0: if I told you that's the exactly how, the same way how Bloodborne works?
1: I hear you. I hear you. Mm-hmm. I hear you. I know. <laughs> but we'll see. Yeah. Well, will yeah, yeah, yeah. That's now that I beat Returnal and I've been able to compare and contrast with other people that have beat Bloodborne. Now I see it's like okay, like maybe Bloodborne's not that not that intimidating you know um but we'll see with that one but um i do think that like there is a thing to be said about the game's length right like i do think it's a it's it is a long game but it doesn't in scope it's not
0: long but
1: oh shit um i think it was like 20 22 hours i think 22 hours something like that. that yeah
0: and you said the when you were able to finally do a full run it was like a five hour session
1: yes yeah mm-hmm. it was like a five hour session yeah like i was up till like four in the morning Gotcha. like because it was a like it was that thing of like look i can put the ps5 in rest mode right i fear that an update will come yes because they've been patching the game there's been a lot of bugs another downside i gotta give this game is that um there are definitely bugs and people have been gap- having their saves deleted and everything and you know all, all that so those are very much apparent and legitimate the only time i ran into something was actually i ran into two things one i was um teleporting back into the main map after going to like a separate like hidden room that you can get different resources and stuff in and um i kept falling through the world right and then i died and then it just brought me back to the world so like not not the biggest deal but it did sacrifice some um, health that i did not need to sacrifice right so there was that and then i did get stuck in the room one time i did get stuck in a in a room where i killed all the enemies the the lockdown should have lifted and i should be able to continue and i wasn't able to continue so um those were the two things that happened to me i never had my save wiped or anything like that as far as i'm aware as far as you know i can tell Mm -hmm. um but definitely that's a knock that we gotta just give for sure like um and it and it hurts especially more because of the nature of it being a roguelike, right? Yeah. Um, for sure, and that's definitely a huge detriment to return overall. Um, so that would be like the biggest thing that I would you know advise House Mark to, um, kind of like look into next time. You know what I'm saying? And just like the nature of like, I'm hey, these are le- legitimate things. Let's see if we can not have these happen for the for the next game. But I do hope. That house market continues down this road. I think they have really fulfilled the thought of like, can they make a third person, more triple A esque game that has the same feel and fundamentals of an arcade shooter? I think they've done it. I I think they have done it here with Returnal. Like like I I I, I really do think that. Um, because like when you play that game, I'm telling you it feels like it just feels like Resogun. like like it's so weird but like it feels different i'm not saying it feels the same but like you you get that feeling of like you know dodging different attacks in the same vein that you would in Resogun and and different games from from their their past like like it's very clear that like this is you know house market and i think they have nailed it in that department um for sure and like yeah, in spite of issues that are definitely there. Um, and there's, yeah, like, I think overall, I, I think the game is great. Nice. I think it's, I think you should definitely play it. Um, you know, if you have a PS5, it's the best DualSense, it's the best DualSense functionality I've played so far, that's including um, Astro Bot. Maybe it's on the same level as Astro Bot, but honestly, like I think there are just some ways that like they just really hit it out of the park with the DualSense and all that. Um, yeah, like I think, I think right now it, it is my goatee. I, I say that not as, not as enthusiastic just cause I feel like there's going to be other stuff that are more likely to be my goatee by the end of this. Like I bet ripped, ripped apart, probably going to be a goatee right there anyway. You know what I'm saying? But, um, I'd be shocked if it leaves my like top five favorite games this year All for right. sure. Like I'd be, I'd be shocked if it leaves that, but, um, I really love it story good it's definitely one that like is a very cryptic end but like it all makes sense okay but it's very like an unsettling story it's like fuck like okay it's not happy christian like mm-hmm. spoiler alert. it's like, like it's not a happy ending um but it's like damn like that's that's a interesting interesting narrative like that is that is something that i'm definitely gonna mellow on and i have been mellowing on for like a long time like and i love to see like how they do another roguelike. Like like sure. like what what is the next thing from ne- like I, I already can't wait for it. I can't wait to see what they do next. Um but yeah, I think re Returnal, in spite of its issues, I think it is a a success in terms of like what they set out to do. Sure. And I'm really happy that it came out. Yeah. Nice. yeah.
0: Um and I know I don't think NPDs came out yet, but it came out at the very end of the month, so I think the may npds are going to be where to look for like actual returnal sales because it seemed like returnal was going to be a make or break by the word of mouth sort of game yeah. because of the yeah. 70 price tag and what it, they were showing it to be um and i'd say most of the um the word of mouth i've seen around the game is good there is just like the pretty important issue about like the save data and corruption and stuff like that and crashes yeah but
1: yeah yeah other than that it's um, mostly
0: positive so i i'm curious to see where it nets out uh against the May releases
1: the only thing we know sales wise is that it came out the last day in april right um and in the uk at least it charted in the top five Mm -hmm. so that's a pretty i mean I think I think I think that's a pretty good sign. Like I, I think on the US PSN store, it was number three, and I think overall game sales, it was number five in the UK overall. Like with those two lists. Um, so with one day on the market, that seems pretty good. You know, mm-hmm. we'll 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 see how May turns out for sure because that's going to be definitely more telling of the type of sales it does. It yeah. did for sure, but like um, we'll see. Yeah, we'll yeah. See.
0: May releases, I think with the exception of i would say monster hunter i think may is the first time there's like gonna be some big charters that could probably stick around by the end of the year like i've seen capcom's expectations is by next april i think or maybe next may they expect village to hit seven million yeah. um mass effect is gonna do ridiculously well so like yeah yeah i'm sure yeah. both of those would probably stick we'll around at the top 15, like, oh, end yeah. of the year. So, like, we'll see how Returnal does, you know? Because I'm, yeah. I'm curious, especially after all the PlayStation conversations of the past few months, so... Yeah, yeah. Um, Speaking of PlayStation conversations, a couple of weeks ago, we did a little conversation about what they should do next, right? Um, one of the things I was saying I really wanted them to do was a Jack and Daxter reboot or something right and i have been streaming jack 3 which was my favorite of the three growing up because the jack trilogy i thought was the strongest trilogy out of the ps2 ones like all of them are good to great um and i really have no issues with any of the three of them where like sly sly 2 is elite sly 1 is okay sly 3 it's a lesser version of sly 2 uh and like ratchet the first game is good it's it, i don't think it aged, aged super well uh uh third one up your arsenal love that same way i love sly 2 but like jack mm-hmm. and daxter i think one is legitimately i think a 10 uh two is like an eight maybe eight and maybe like an eight and a quarter and then like three was my favorite of all of them as a kid but three i haven't played since the ps3 release so the ps4 version of one and two i've played since then and two on the ps4 really hurt me because i was like oh no three builds off of two i had a great experience with one and two was not great for me on ps4 so how am i going to feel about three is it still going to be my favorite I'm halfway through the game right now, so I can't say if it's my favorite of the three anymore, but I can say that I haven't been disappointed. And after playing Jack 2, Jack 3 is still hitting for me in the way I hoped it would have, despite the pretty terrible PS4 port of 2 and 3. So, I see. I see. Yeah,
1: Yeah. I bought the Jack Collection, as yeah. you know, Exciting. recently. Yeah, so, so that's that's... That's on the list mm-hmm. for sure. I still haven't gone back to Resistance as well. I definitely need to do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um uh but yeah, yeah, no. It's it's definitely on the list for sure. So,
0: yeah. And I think the the biggest takeaway for me so far is just reinforcing what I was talking about before where Jack 3, I think is the one that really sticks with me when I talk about PlayStation bringing back Jack and making it this really fleshed out deep lore interesting world series because three introduces all this stuff like this crazy prophecy um jack two is sort of like a gta game where you're in this futuristic industrial city and then jack three right at the beginning uh, the city's at war and then you get banished to the wastelands and then it starts out with this whole like mad max sort of civilization and you're in like an arena combat thing and then you have to go back to the city like jack 3 introduces so much cool stuff to build out that world at the end of a trilogy that i really think like if somebody like a blue point were to take the major beats and history from the naughty dog trilogy and like just condense that into a simple straightforward bible for jack and daxter and then blow it up and make a brand new thing off of that it could be incredible because there is some really cool stuff here and playing jack 3 the last non-racing game they made before they made uncharted i do see like shades of the uncharted one uh like cinematic direction and stuff and set pieces in here because uh there's some cool stuff and i think the jack trilogy is very special it's very special to me for sure and i love it so much i just want to see it come back so
1: i have a theory i think in uh ripped apart i think one of the uh, dimensions you go into will be jack's dimension
0: see i would love that but at the same time what what does that lead to is insomniac going to make a jack game oh I don't no think they
1: absolutely not no I, absolutely not absolutely not it's just like in the past ratchet and clay games you know the, the, there's plenty of callbacks to jack and daxter and, right, yeah. and like there's that picture on the wall of them like literally i think in going commando i think and and one of the the, the, the like original original trilogy games yeah um so i bet that happens i bet i bet like I think I think that's the closest thing this year that we, that, we, that we get to seeing Jack and Daxter. Mm-hmm. Maybe who knows? Yeah.
0: But speaking of something special to you, you're continuing your journey with Final Fantasy 15. You played the Gladio DLC. Yes, um, uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You can be as detailed as you want, but how long was it? Was it like two hours, an no. hour? What was uh, it?
1: No, it was like an hour and forty, maybe hour and a half. Um... Yeah, it wasn't wasn't the greatest DLC. I'm I'm gonna say it. I wasn't I wasn't that um that that enthused playing it. Um it very much is like a like it is a cool telling of like what Gladio was was doing when he left, right? And um it's a cool arc for him in a way, like it it really does show a difference in like you know when he when he comes back he like gets a new scar right so like right. we we get to see like what what that scar was about um he has this katana as well right when he comes back and it's like okay how the fuck did you get that katana you know what i'm saying um so we we like do get that telling and it's like very much like a just a straightforward like hey let's tell how gladio is more empowered to really take on the helm of being the king's shield right, right. to protect knocked right to to protect the incoming prince um from this big threat that isn't coming and all that and like it it, it, it really does like give good good context to certain scenes where um i thought it was a little bit confused n- not not confusing but like there's parts in the end of towards the end of 15 where Gladio's gets like very critical with Noct and like very serious and like ends up being like the tough love guy in the group with Noct, right? And like you don't really fully understand like where that comes from until there's DLC, where it's like, ah. Like Gladio did a lot to be here and to and to, and to be at this be at this position to be the shield for Noct, right? And, and and like you know really bolster him up right so from a from a story perspective like i think it does what it's out to do i think it's a really great story um gladio is fucking daddy fine as hell so you get more gladio so hell yeah right um two questions yes
0: yeah. um first do you because i i see what you're saying about the scope of it and what it does in hindsight mm-hmm I think Gladio leaves around like chapter seven or something, like to go do the thing. Uh, before, it's it's definitely before you hop on the boat because I yes. experienced yes it. yes
1: yes yes yeah.
0: The first question: Do you wish that you played this chapter of his DLC when he left, so you could just be stewing on that for the rest of the game? And two, no. okay, sorry, okay, go ahead. Go two, this is your first time playing a DLC. For a yeah. Final Fantasy, yeah. How does this paint your expectations for the intermission chapters?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we definitely talking about that. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, um. No, because like, um, I don't even know if you want to know. This is a very light spoiler, Christian. Yeah, yeah, You know what I'm saying? But like, you may take this as like kind of heavy, but I don't think it's to be that heavy. Like, yeah, I, I know, I months. know, some stuff happens in fifteen. The whole context of these DLCs, seemingly from from what gladios was i haven't played prompto ignis or um arden's stuff yet but i definitely will right um they're at the last campfire in the game Mm -hmm. right before they go off and do a big thing that you know plunges into the end of the game right um so in this campfire they're like prompto asks gladio hey like what did you do when you left like 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 why did you get that scar where'd you get that katana you know like what what happened you've you've never really told us that Mm -hmm. so that's as him you know retelling that that's that's when you're playing it so i think it does make sense to ultimately like play it at the end of the game just because of those cutscenes that you know put you in a scenario that you have not experienced yet in the full 15 so um i know like on paper. It does seem like it would sound good to do it in the middle of the game. I don't think you ultimately want to. I think you want to play 15 and then go play the DLCs. To be honest. Yeah, like I think that's a better way of constructing it just because it's a retelling Mm -hmm. of a certain point in the game that is at the end of the game. Right. I'm a little worried about the Eufy DLC in terms of gameplay. Even though I shouldn't be because we've seen more mm-hmm. in the final trailer of that gameplay, and it seems to be a lot more of like Final Fantasy VII gameplay, right? Yeah. That like looks to be like a lot. We're battling deep ground stuff. The only sore spot I'm having is like, man, I wish I wish my boy Valentine was here. Mm-hmm. Like, I wish my I wish Valentine was fighting deep ground right now. But um, you like Yuffie fighting deep ground definitely makes sense. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's totally fine. Um, but. Where, where where my hesitancy is, is that Gladio's DLC, I found to be, like, very boring gameplay. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, playing as Gladio, maybe it's just, like, the type of character he is. Like, I don't tend to like being, like, the big, um, you know, tank, right. if you will, archetyping games, right? Like, that's just not my favorite type of combat. And, like, I wouldn't say it's bad. And, like, there are certain parts of, like, you know, you you keep doing like hits and you're able to do some of the higher tier team link moves that you would that you saw in 15 with gladio you're able to do those by yourself as a controlled move so like that part is really cool and different stuff and there's different ways like you're able to rip off certain concrete pillars in the map and use that as a as a melee weapon um you're much slower in that vein when you're carrying like this big ass literally it's huge right. like a big pillar and stuff like that um but it was very much like yeah you're going down these like really really slim corridors you fight a few things you get a boss you collect like a soul and you're going to you know keep going down this like trial right um very short you know what i'm saying but like I just felt that the gameplay like wasn't that great. It very much felt like a, oh let's just tell this story, right? Story's good, but we gotta make it playable. Yeah. Let's just have Gladio do these trials that are very fucking easy, mm-hmm. you know, and like it is what it is. So um
0: Two things I'll so throw yeah. in also of like I think with fifteen, it for you know, you're playing it a couple years later. It's yes. important to remember like the big focus from memory for fifteen was the team link stuff, and I think probably splitting up to a solo character that's not noctis that doesn't have the that, warp strike probably makes it feel like it's weaker
1: very good point very and, good point also i miss warp strike so fucking i much. so like
0: good that. and the oh, other God. thing is um i think intermission will probably be better than yeah, this sure. just because 15 with the exception of like the mmos 15 is the first game where expansion content dlc was a thing because i remember like i think we talked about this before when you finished like initially they had like a multi-year plan for post-launch content for 15 of story content we're going to get an rna episode like there were all these things planned that just got axed. um Yeah. yeah and i don't know which one released first i forget if it was gladio or if it was a different one but the gladio prompto ignis and arden that is like their first real foray into story-based expansions i see kind of because like kingdom hearts has had like final mix which is like a goatee version that has a lot like more content in there and extra episodes, similar to what intermission is doing for intergrade but I wouldn't be too worried, maybe, like, scope-wise or something, because they probably... They've learned things, you know? They did four episodes for 15, so they're probably going into this with something. I say that also remembering Kingdom Hearts 3 Remind, which came out after all these. Again, that wasn't amazing, but we'll see.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if I... If if they had not put out that final trailer for FF seven, mm-hmm. where we see more context of like Yuffie's gameplay and everything, she definitely seems like as fleshed out as one of the core characters yeah. in FF seven. So I shouldn't be worried. I'm just worried about like the scope of it. Yeah. Given this first four into it, but you're absolutely right. I've been I've not seen the rest of the DLCs. Maybe they improve, right? And obviously FF, FF fifteen came out a few years back this yep. is a new game so yeah like i i probably shouldn't be worried but I, i'm a little bit like uh a little bit very very ever so slightly worried but
0: like just trying to be I, normal, I, you know? yeah 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 for
1: sure, for sure kingdom for hearts
0: sure. remind was 2019 so recent example just prepare i
1: if fuck if air missions bad i'm going to be so fucked like i don't then. think
0: it would be bad but like yeah if we're hoping for earth shattering more hype or anything like like it's it's probably going to be as good as just a single chapter of that game that's before the second half you know like that's yeah, probably what yeah. you can expect yeah.
1: this this dlc i'm going through this month is just going to be just the just to get me back in the final fantasy movie because i'm I, I mean not like i'm never out of it but i just cannot fucking wait for integrate like I, I i i need that expeditiously so so but yeah like ultimately you know i think lore wise story wise i think it was a really great dlc mm-hmm. just gameplay i didn't find the most enticing and like the most fun ultimately sure you know what i'm
0: saying uh so. two more things about uh 15 before we move yes. on um i'm sure you're aware of this at this point but there is a book that came out for 15 that takes place like after everything to just wrap all the stuff up that was like huh yeah i did not know i forget what it's called (laughs) but if you look up final fantasy 15 book on amazon you'll see it the cover is like noctis and luna freya just like standing somewhere oh my god so uh if you once you finish all the dlc i recommend the book probably i'm gonna be doing that once i finish everything too um speaking of
1: books i also got press reset jason Trier's book got that pretty cool
0: the other thing I think you should look into Final Fantasy Versus 13 if you haven't, because that was what 15 originally was gonna be when Tetsuya Nomura, you know, Kingdom Hearts man and Final Fantasy VII remake man, was in charge of this game. Interesting. Uh, interesting. It's a very, very interesting history that I think you might be interested in, because there's probably like 20 minutes worth of footage from Versus 13 before it got basically rebooted into 15. So, pretty cool. Hmm.
1: Okay. Okay. Um. That that book is a good call thank you for that oh of course yeah because i'm i'm very interested in that Mm
0: -hmm. yeah and lastly you mentioned Scourge Bringer for the vita
1: yes yeah i don't got a lot to say because this game is fucking hard Mm -hmm. this game is very hard um uh i have touched the second area but have not found a a lot of a a lot of success in there um i still do think it's fun i think just more of just like i just need to spend more more time with it um i say that even though I feel like I've spent a lot of time in the game. Um, maybe I'm just not that good at the game. I, Genre? I don't know. But it's a roguelike. Okay. Yeah, it's a roguelike. Like, I think a big thing is like I wish I could play this game using a controller. Right? Because mm-hmm. like, there are important things that are mapped to the back touchpad Can... that I find myself accidentally hitting. It, it, it's not the best. Can you right? not do that with a Vita? What?
0: Can you not... Secret controller to Evita. I thought you, you could do that with the PSP Go.
1: I think you can. I haven't looked into it fully. Okay. I haven't really done that for you. I'm just saying I'm just thinking like from the dome, like what I've been thinking about sure. about yeah, yeah. Scourgebinger. Um so like I'll look into that and see because I think I'm gonna have a lot better time playing this game on the controller. Sure. Right? Like it's a similar thing of like there were certain games on Switch that like I don't think I could have got through like Katana Zero. like playing it with the joy cons you know like i I just don't think i could do that like it just won't it just won't feel as good um so i think this game i definitely need to figure out a a controller setup for but i still think it's pretty cool i think it's a really you know cool game and it's like um i think i think it was like 15 bucks so like it's definitely i say pick it up for vita because why not Mm -hmm. one of the last vita games besides this other aqua kitty game that i think came out this week or something like that like those are like some of like the last new vita games that are going to be released um but um i think this is a good pickup for sure i'm i'm liking the music gameplay is fun it's just incredibly fucking hard um you know what? so yeah you know what you should do what's up
0: i am kicking around tiktok stuff become the vita guy on tiktok i haven't seen a vita guy oh i should be the vita guy you should be the vita guy on tiktok
1: because I could, I I think I could sell anyone on a Vita. Yeah. I think I can make the case that it's better than this. Okay, no, maybe not. No, uh, but
0: that's what you want. You want that engagement. You want those comments. Right. Right.
1: I need to. need to rustle some feathers. No. This is what
0: you do. First TikTok. Okay. Why you should buy a Vita in 2021?
1: Oh, there's so many reasons.
0: You should do that. There's so many reasons. Absolutely. And then if that blows up, just do TikToks about a bunch of Vita games and become the Vita guy. Okay. Maybe okay. maybe you rebrand into that Vita guy instead of. DK, uh, tkd you know on uh, all your stuff we'll see mm, 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 mm. Um, freedom wars yeah
1: persona for golden mm-hmm. belongs on vita i don't care where it's at right now
0: mm-hmm. you know yeah mm. well uh kevin you hear about this hear about what skull and bones got delayed again
1: big shocker
0: is yeah. that game gonna <laughs> exist oh uh,
1: it's not gonna exist
0: that's such a blur. i i tweeted it i
1: I felt kind of bad about saying it because you know there's people working on it, right? Like it, it, it's a product, right? I still don't think it's ever coming out. At the same time, you know, I think that I can find a way to feel bad about that statement, but also say it with, with see, not little regret. See, you know
0: <laughs> what makes me have a, a little nugget of hope, right? Because now it's coming fiscal year next, the next fiscal year, so sometime between April 2022 and March 2023. Um. What makes me have a little bit of hope, optimistic view, is that, hey, you know what? It's been delayed so much because they really took it to heart, and we're like, we should have just made an Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag sequel into its own pirate game, not just a naval combat game, which is what Skull and Bones was shown off as. Everyone was like, why can't I walk around as a pirate and go treasure hunting and do all these things? Why is it just boats? So I'm hoping the extensive delays are because of that, because they're just making it a full-blown third-person pirate game to destroy every other pirate game the way red dead is the only cowboy game you know like right that's my hope
1: it's just i just don't know like is there a fever pitch wanting for uh, i mean for like a pirate game but then you'll throw at me hey, there's um that xbox game fuck um see if these thank you yeah like if it could hit that similar type of context i think it could be good Mm -hmm. um for sure like and and admittedly in valhalla not gonna lie i kind of missed both battles Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna lie i kind of missed it i mean
0: i love black flag that's one of my favorite assassin's creeds because it's just a pirate game where you're pretending to be an assassin like that's the story of that game and it's just a full-blown like pirates of the caribbean game basically it's super cool so is it caribbean or caribbean i think it depends on the context really Yes, because like I'm going on a vacation to the Caribbean, Pirates of the Caribbean, the movie. I th- I think there's two different. I think that's it.
1: Do I say Caribbean ever?
0: Are you gonna go on a I'm vacation to, to the Caribbean? Caribbean? No. Yeah,
1: you're right. I don't say I'm going on the trip to the Caribbean. No, I don't say I'm going on a vacation to the Caribbean. Right. No, that sounds wrong. Yeah, you're that, that going sounds to all the types
0: Caribbean, of but it's Pirates of the Caribbean. Interesting. It's interesting. weird. It's very, really really weird, but I
1: i have been there though
0: very yeah. very nice very also nice. really enjoy that first pirates movie so like if we ever get a pirates game that'd be really fun and real cool i'd love a, a ubisoft pirate game so Scarlet i had a the pirates
1: game, game on on ds
0: yeah i had a couple on <laughs> ps2
1: yeah yeah um, i don't ps yeah
0: there's a pirates of the caribbean world in kingdom hearts 2 and 3 those are real fun but like nice nice yeah black flag 2 but not assassins just please make skull and bones that so we'll see but
1: davy jones on the rated CGI. so I'll oh talk.
0: yeah it still looks great
1: still looks great i agree
0: so this news comes alongside ubisoft making some statements about their plans and their outlook on things where they're not not making their games the way they do right they're not scaling back on their triple a efforts but they're making a shift in priority at the moment where it seems like gone are the days where we get Assassin's Creed two weeks after Watch Dogs. It seems like their big AAA games are going to be much more spread out than they have been this past generation. And to supplement that, they're shifting focus to live service, free-to-play versions of most popular IP in their staple and riding those in between the big far cry or assassin's creed or watchdogs or ghost recon right like that right. Is, is their new strategy now i like a good number of ubisoft games you mm-hmm. i think are the biggest ubisoft fan i know in terms of just their type of game
1: probably yeah, yeah. for sure for sure i'm very yeah i i like ubisoft games like i think they're my favorite they were my favorite third party I think like last generation, mm-hmm. you know, ultimately all these considered. So
0: so I guess gut reaction how do you feel about this? Because they're again, they're not not going to make Assassin's Creed's anymore. They're just going to be more spread out than they have been. So this year, yeah. you know, holiday Far Cry 6. Maybe we don't get the next open world Ubisoft game until holiday 22, you know.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um i'm not sure i don't know like it it's a weird move like i remember saying with with Valhalla, it's like guys like i think that you can still have a game that's worth the price that you want to play that but literally just make the game smaller like like i don't think it has to be this big thing not that it's free to play i feel like they'd be more prone to just pack it with a ton of shit you know and like make it like this big thing like Valhalla Valhalla was so I'm a little bit worried that, like, them doing this free-to-play big budget route, and I'm assuming monetizing the game via, like, expansion passes and different stuff like that. Um, Be
0: compared to Warzone as an example. Yeah.
1: Yeah, like, like a Warzone, like a, I think a Destiny now is is very much closer to that model than it's ever been before um, as well. And, yeah, I don't, I don't, like, it doesn't, I'm not, like, saying oh shit let me get get my pitchfork and you know fire and like let me start rioting right like i don't know if it's at that level of concern but it is going to be interesting like i don't know how that's going to work out man like i don't know i don't know i don't know like the like my my main call after beating valhalla right was that like i had wished that they had a more truncated just game overall like yeah. i just feel like there was a lot of filler in there that like i don't think needed to be in there like yeah is it cool when you're at the end of that whole experience and you experience all of it that's great i'm sure a lot of people have been very positive on that 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 have 100 that game but the amount of people that are 100 in that game i don't know it's that big of a the number of
0: finishing the game even like
1: even finishing the game itself like, right I like, that's Odyssey. like me. i put
0: like 80 hours into it i did not finish that game
1: exactly and it's like i don't know like yeah i'm exactly exactly right and it's like i don't know if like this freedom model, if this free-to-play model is going to fix that i think what it's going to do is bolster the like complaints that people had of like um you know why does ubisoft sell these like xp bonus packs right where you can get more xp for a limited amount of time in game right or sometimes there's there's like permanent xp boost you know um like it seems like they're like the free play model is going to incentivize people to do that more and pay for that more yeah you know and like i think that's more the route they're out there going down and i'm afraid it could water the experience in a way yeah you know so because, i like, think i think there's warranted to concern but
0: i'll see how it goes we'll see how it goes but because I, yeah, I don't know you have to look at what ubisoft has done already in this field right like they did brawlhalla which i think people play that game it's a free to play brawler um
1: i i thought you were saying brawlhalla and you oh, got the name no. wrong oh no i remember brawlhalla yes absolutely.
0: like they, they did that i think that's still supported uh they also did hyperscape which did you <laughs> remember hyperscape <laughs> before i, I said did it? i
1: did i <laughs> did i did i did i did yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's uh definitely not damn i forgot about that game exactly i haven't talked about that game in a while yeah
0: they did note uh in another update post i think they had like an investors meeting or something where some of this info came out of and they did say like hey we've learned lessons from hyperscape that we're gonna take into the next projects we do that are like that uh one of those being a free-to-play division game that is coming alongside a division mobile game and we do know there's going to be more content for division two so there is still that traditional expansion thing but the division heartland is launching sometime in the near future at the earliest probably like late this year uh we'll probably see more about it at this year's ubisoft presentations but like i like personally as someone who enjoyed my time with the division two um I was like, hey, Division 3, maybe we go to, like, Boston or something. That'd be super neat. I'd be excited for that. And who's to say Division 2 doesn't do a Boston expansion or something? But Division Heartland, where does your mind go there, Kevin? Is it, like, is that a Battle Royale? Is it, like, how Division 1 had that survival mode that was kind of a BR? And I know they have the Dark Zone also. Like, what is a free-to-play Division game in your mind that wouldn't be a 60 sequel if they are still going to be doing them
1: could it be like reused assets of like division one and two and but 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 then it's like why even do that you know yeah like that's also a good point it's like why even like 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 why even do that it it was gonna be like similar maps from you know, like a blending of like DC and New York, like like why would that even exist, right? Yeah. That's that's yeah. And I feel like it'd be a bit redundant because we've already have a New York expansion in yeah. Division Two, right? Um, yeah, I'm not sure where where that would go. I don't know why Heartland I knee jerk was like Bible Belt territory. That's what I meant to. Because how would that make
0: there was an image there? It was like a water tower and it looked like some Far Cry Five environment kind of. So I thought. Yeah, like, yeah
1: it's like are we going bible bible belt but like how damn so does that okay you're on to something christian you're on to something battle royale i think the bible belt has a lot of big open spaces i think i haven't been i haven't been to the midwest a lot um i could see that okay yeah okay okay
0: does that That, excite you that sounds that like that's the priority of the division franchise at the moment
1: not necessarily. Okay. No. I would have loved like a Division 3. Like I know you want that Boston update, you know. I let's 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 kick that. Maybe I'm biased, right? Cuz I don't know the full love and scale of of uh Boston, right? Sure it's a fine city. It's a very right?
0: different city because New York and DC are grid-based and Boston is hub-based. So I think it would yes. be very yeah. different and good for like a a sequel, but yeah.
1: I would put that Division 3 Boston expansion sure. under the tail of a Miami division game baby let's go let's go bring bring me that I think I think that'd be cool that's what I would personally want but like you know what we can flip vice versa it's all good mm-hmm. you know i think we can have both you know yeah but um but yeah like yeah like uh yeah it's a it's a interesting move overall um free to play you definitely got to assume like there's no way it's just like a free to play like exact trim of the division gameplay yeah. Loop, right? Like, I bet it is going to be something different. I think you're right about that. I think Battle yeah, Royale kind of sounds like something that would be it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, like, I, I'm not too, like, jazzed about that overall. I mean, yeah. m- maybe it wows me when we see it. Maybe it's released. I mean, not, not released, but, like, maybe it's shown at, um, at, um, um, you play this summer? I think yeah. they have a date for that, I think. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I, I think for me it's also the question of just like how far spread out are these things going to be now like if far cry 6 is this year and assassin's creed is next year wins the star wars game wins the avatar game like how do they work those in here cuz like those are titles that i have an interest in right i like assassin's creed a lot i'm i i enjoy the avatar world so i'd be curious to play an avatar game i love star wars I hope Star Wars isn't going into that free-to-play model they're doing, but like...
1: Yeah, like, I don't want it for that either, man. I don't want that. I don't I,
0: I don't yeah. want it. Like, I, I don't I know it. if it's like doom and gloom because they are reiterating, they made a comment after all this stuff came out, like, hey, we're not abandoning AAA releases the way you know them, we're not. It's just a bit more spread out. So we'll see right. how big right. of a thing that becomes.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah. My, yeah, like, I'll also stick by like, my main thing that, m- my main thing that I hope for a change within ubisoft games is just the scale yeah i think that they're just over and like to be fair right i don't i don't think it's a bad thing to have a necessarily quote unquote like over bloated free-to-play experience in a way like yeah. i think that's a little bit of a different context where i think like that could work mm-hmm. right and be fine you know ultimately like in that that offers a lot of replayability and and it allows players to be hooked into the game longer thus making them um be more inclined to you know pay for micro pay for micro transactions and stuff so i think that system would work better right and you're not meant to like beat a free-to-play game necessarily yeah right or like seize anything through to like a main quest type of vibe right or Maybe there is that. I don't know, but like that is a little bit more forgiving, as opposed to like a seventy-dollar title, where like I hope there's more of a refined mm-hmm. type of structure that isn't too bloated. You know what yeah. I'm saying?
0: And that's for the longest time, even before this. That's why I wanted, like, hey, if if Assassin's Creed is just gonna keep expanding and expanding, like, bring back Prince of Persia as this real yeah. tight experience, and we are getting that remake. I have no idea what's up with it right now but we'll see what happens with prince of persia i hope that series comes back um but honestly i'm really surprised they compared it to warzone because thinking ubisoft and thinking a free-to-play model my mind went to genshin because genshin is an open world that is quest-based and mm. it has gear and stuff like that so yeah i don't know very curious about this uh i'm sure they'll talk about stuff in this vein at E3 and their uh, Ubisoft forward thing this year. But we will see. But as of right now, it is May 12th, 2021. Opening up a time capsule once again. Because in two days? A day and a couple hours? The Mass Effect Legendary Edition is hitting the... Yes, sir. Long-awaited remaster of... I'll say it. Probably the best trilogy in games. Um
1: damn. Christian, you can't just be throwing that out there willy-nilly.
0: I mean, I'm not you know what I'm saying? for <laughs> I
1: mean, yeah, I know you're definitely not. Um,
0: <laughs> so the the way we did for Village, I think we did one for Village, the way we did one for uh Returnal. Opening it yes, up. Sir. This is a series that I have a stake in. I really love to uh two's a top top all time for me. Uh three i don't think three is that bad really it's just the ending people don't like and i didn't think it was terrible um okay i'm excited to play one because my only experience with the story of mass effect one was from a visual comic that took about 10 minutes at the beginning of mass effect two because they were like hey the choices for the trilogy they carry over by the end of the trilogy you're going to have all your choices from one are going to be affecting things in three But on the PlayStation side, because Mass Effect 1 was an Xbox 360 exclusive, I pick up Mass Effect 2. It's like, what the hell happened before this? So I ran through all the major choices. I think there's like four big choices in Mass Effect 1 that I got to see and make my choices in the comic, and those affected my two world. But I've never played one, and one absolutely got the most heavy lifting. Like, one comparatively with the original versus what they're showing here seems like a really intense and i think very impressive remaster to the point where it looks like a different game um so i'm just excited to experience one and see that whole trilogy carry over because it never really was able to for me but yeah for you i know you're excited to play mass effect so what's yes, sir. what's on your mind with Mass Effect a couple days before the trilogy hits?
1: Um I'm just excited to see like where the feedback comes in from those that have not played it that are in my seat right now that will be playing a day one. I don't I won't be playing a day one, you know what I'm saying? Um but I I'm excited to see how they feel about it, especially. Because, you know, I know people that have played the game are just going to love the game again, right? That's that's pretty easy to tell. But um, newcomers, I really want to see how they feel about the game. Um, and I really want to recreate, like, a few... I think it was two summers ago, um, I binged the entire Borderlands series mm. in a given summer, right? And I want to recreate that <laughs> with Mass Effect, right? Because, um, like, just on on paper everything i've heard about mass effect i should love this game right like i i should love and adore this series um, but we'll see maybe i don't vibe with it maybe i don't like it i don't know but um yeah like i have pretty high like like i know it's like pretty common to um to go into a game that you have an experience with a lot of hype behind it and there's times where like that can easily like, be a scenario where the hype that you've been given doesn't meet up with what you've experienced, yeah. right? Um, I hope that doesn't happen with Mass Effect, right? Like, I hope Mass Effect 2, this, like, proposed, like, suicide mission, whatever that's all about, like, yeah. I hope that is actually as good as I've heard it's good, you know? Um, And I fear that maybe I'm getting too overhyped in a way where it's not going to be that for me, but... Yeah we'll see so i am trying to just like temporarily like hey you know um also like if there's if it's like a visually like looking weird for me in some cases like a it is a ps4 game right there isn't a ps5 version of this game yet i don't think there ever will be there, i think they yeah, said they that they said
0: there wasn't going to be a, a update for next gen there's like i think on xbox series x you can play it at 120 frames but like right right and there's a performance and fidelity mode for everything. But, like, yeah, there's not going to be a PS5 native version of this.
1: Yeah. And I, I, I don't think that'll be a big thing because, like, all I asked for now is 60 frames. Yeah, because, you know, also, want.
0: like, it's a PS3 game that was, you know, it's yeah. like a 360. Well, 360 for third. The, the 360 version of that trilogy looked better. So it's a 360 game that's been upscaled for last-gen hardware to be you know acceptable modern day and you're playing it on the ps5 you know so like right there is those separations there but yeah honestly yeah. I, I and i understand what you're saying about like things being overhyped because i've been there but i'll say even if like narratively it's just like i don't even think saying this is accurate but even if you feel like narratively it's just standard fare, I think what is the most impressive for someone like you will be what's going on behind the scenes and, like, mechanically and the way that the choices and relationships and all this stuff meld together because I do think that's still impressive, um, even if it's yeah. not, like, mind-blowing, but it, it's still cool, and I think you'd appreciate yeah. that at least. and um,
1: Yeah, like, the, the one thing that I keep thinking about that I think will definitely work for me is those character mm-hmm. relationships. Like, you know, like, I i don't know like i i tend to be like yeah like i am gonna romance one person for sure right like like, like i'm a you know i'm a very you know your, your you know loyalties will be tested i'm very loyal you got three you know
0: games saying. you got three games i where do you can, you can mess things up man
1: <laughs> i'm very stubbornly loyal i feel like
0: and you know <laughs> and <laughs> like, there's new people that get introduced down the line so you could think uh, you're you're committing to somebody in mass effect one but then mass effect two rolls around you are like who's this you know
1: Given given history, right, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm gonna find someone in in Mass Effect one. Or maybe I don't. Maybe I maybe no one tickles my fancy, you know, and I just wait until I find the right one. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, but I feel like when I when it hits, it's gonna hit, that's gonna be baby girl, and I'm not letting go of baby girl. Sure. You know, under under any circumstances. Yeah. Right. Um so who who will baby girl be? I don't know. You know.
0: i love that because the thing is bioware i feel like needs a win and this is an easy win for them this yeah. this was in their back pocket all last generation you know for like yes, they're like, yeah. hey when we need this it's ready to go <laughs> yeah um and that's absolutely now so like i i don't have much faith in a mass effect 4 or what's the future for bioware as it stands right now but this trilogy as it exists is excellent Um, i'm very excited to just have it to consume in one sit and like not one sitting but like in one cohesive playthrough because i've never had that experience before um and i do love that they're like building and playing off the fandom of it here because the great thing about mass effect really is those character things because my favorite crew is probably different from somebody else's it's probably gonna be different than yours like and just the evidence of them realizing that because they've always been good about recognizing the fandom is that custom box art thing you can do where you can make it like uh all tinted blue if you play paragon you can do all red if you're renegade uh you can choose a mix if you're like case to case um and then you can choose your favorite crew members and they're the ones that uh paint the box art with their profiles so like I forget who's in the stock one, but I got, like, I got Fane, Garrus, Miranda, front and center on that. They are my favorites of the entire trilogy. So, like, seeing them, like, it's super cool. It's a feel-good moment, and I'm falling into the hype the more I'm talking about it. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll say one last thing. Mass Effect 1, from what I hear, is pretty weak when it comes to shooting. And it's not too long so if you're feeling down on mass effect one fight through it because i can guarantee you two is worth it
1: yeah yeah i have heard that from multiple people before definitely and like i'm never gonna take that one context into mass effect one i think that's the only thing i'm taking in it's like hey might not be the best mechanically first game in the series it is what it is yeah right um so yeah like i'm gonna take that into consideration into the experience for sure um but, yeah, I'm going to try and be as open-minded, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I'm almost more excited to see who's going to be Baby Girl, if I'm being completely honest, Christian. You know what I'm saying? I'm curious. I'm curious. We'll yeah. see. I will see. judge
0: you. I. Who's, I will, yeah. Guaranteed, I will judge you.
1: Also, who's going to be my boy, you know? Oh, yeah. Dude. My main homie, you know? I'm very interested in that. I always need a main homie, right? Yeah.
0: I'm yeah. very basic, but Garrus is my favorite, like, companion in, like, any okay. game. He's elite. He's fantastic. Um, okay. Okay. But... We'll see. We'll see. There's one last thing. Oh, yeah. So, two, I think, is good mechanically because there is... No joke. There is a ability in two that I, like, judge other games on because it's just so... So satisfying. It's an ability where Mass Effect has some cover shooting, right? You can mm-hmm. target a person. It's like an L1 or R1 ability. Um, it's like a... It's it's kind of a warp strike, where you zoom across the battlefield, teleport, okay. stun them, okay. and then I love to do this, immediately follow it up, follow it up with a shotgun blast. Mm. It, it feels incredible, and I cannot wait to do that again
1: yes it's too good yes i see that last thing i'll say mm-hmm. for the type capsule uh in the same vein that i judged everyone uh and really made a point to judge the arkham knight batmobile debacle mm-hmm. you know i will be assessing the mass effect 3 ending debacle and seeing if y'all are being big 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 crybabies yeah or you have a point so that will be that will be determined
0: officially kevin sure. i was talking about this on my stream last night i'm email- mm-hmm. I was talking to chat. I was like, I'm fully prepared for some revisionist history BS of a bunch of articles coming out the next couple of weeks being like, you know what? Mass no, Effect like 3's ending, ending is actually good. Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah. I think, honestly, I think the thing is, for a series so well-known on telling your story, like, 3 was supposed to be the ending. It was, like, the definitive ending. You can't have 40 different endings you know yeah like,
1: that's just not gonna happen that's just not gonna you're, happen. you're telling
0: yeah. a story it has a beginning where we all start it's gonna have an ending where we all end the variations like, of that ending it's like kevin it's like infamous 2 you know mm-hmm. infamous mm-hmm. 2 personally i like things about both endings i don't love either of them but like
1: true true
0: it's, it's the same thing here it's like obviously not the dream thing i want it to happen is going to happen because they are telling a story i'm just choosing my path through it and right it's like it's three main options i'm not going to say anything about them but like that was the big thing and i think people were upset about it and they were over dramatic about it personally yeah
1: yeah because i even recall in the heat of that hearing about mass factories ending like being this whole like hoopla like like big bs bad uh that whatever it's a really um hard, yeah. as a kid so coming at it from an adult playing through it all i will be judging the mass 3 ending, in let's cool, And I'll see. Are oh, y'all are crybabies, or there's a legitimate concern there? Yeah. And like, maybe it doesn't work with me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Maybe I end up not, not, not liking. It. But like, I do. Even before you said it, I do agree with like, you can't have multiple. Like, that's not feasible. Mm-hmm. Like, like that. That's just not going to happen. You know. So. Yeah. If if all they converges to one ending. I'm totally. I totally understand why. Yeah,
0: like right. Like, yeah, yeah. You cannot like the ending, but like that doesn't mean that three is a bad game. You know, like right. Three is a great right. video game compared to like any other game from that generation. Three is still excellent. So
1: we shall see. We will. We shall see.
0: Uh well. Yes, sir. With that, we're at POTS. POTS, 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 Pots. Pots. This week, doing a little check-in for E three twenty twenty one, because. We're about a month away, as of today. Um, Next couple weeks, we'll probably get a bit more insight into what to expect from E3. Uh, Xbox and Nintendo haven't really given full-blown ideas of what to expect from them. PlayStation, we know, is not going to be there, but for the sake of this conversation, we can brush in the state of play that will absolutely be happening around this time, as well as the Mm -hmm. EA Play event, which has now been announced for July. All of those, I think, are fair game for this, but as of right now a month out kevin what how are you feeling about e3 this year
1: i'm so incredibly i feel like i'm so unprepared like i feel like like i feel like i still question if it's actually happening and it's like yeah. oh no shit no like it is like i tweeted like oh shit e3 is in a month like for real for real
0: yeah <laughs>
1: like 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 it's actually like happening in air quotes but like i shouldn't even put air quotes like it yeah. there will be an e3 right like i I know, like some behind the curtain stuff. I'm not doing what I used to do with E3, where um, I stream like every conference by myself and like you know do breakdowns and everything. Like I'm probably not gonna do that, right? Obviously, I'm covering PlayStation on PlayStation Source, of course. Um, but my plan is kind of to just hey, like I'll pick you back with what JoyClicks, whatever they're doing, you know. Um, uh, I'm I'm anticipating taking days off work if it runs into work and stuff like that, but. Not entirely sure, like, what days specifically, you know what I'm saying? And, like, EA plays in July. Yeah. And it's like, okay, you're usually before E3, but okay, all right. Go go ahead, King, you know? Um, So, and there's Summer Games Fest as well, which it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> when is that? What's happening with that? Yeah. I feel like we haven't had like scheduled schedules yet
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know what i'm saying we like don't. i don't think we yeah and it's like i would like that yeah
0: right that's like that's why yeah. i feel like now in the past you know obviously not last year because there was no e3 but when you and i we've covered like four e3s I think yeah like this three or four e3s yeah um yeah usually like around now we'll do hey so this is who's presenting what do you expect from them what do you want to see here all this stuff and yeah I I don't think that's going to be kicking up until, like, maybe two weeks from now. Like, I I think E3 is just really weird this year because I'm with you. It feels like it's not happening so soon because by now we normally have, like, an Assassin's Creed that leaked, uh, a Call of Duty poster from a GameStop. You know, (laughs) like, we have these things usually by now. And at least expectations of, like, okay, well, Xbox is going on Sunday. Bethesda is going on Sunday night. Uh and just filling out that, so we can like have that conversation there but we know who's attending but i don't even know if that's final because konami just backed out a couple days ago right they're like actually that
1: too never mind that too yeah we'll talk it's later. like it's like damn like how does that we've i don't think we ever i mean has there been a past as far as i'm aware that typically is not normal under any circumstances of like yeah. a big name just pulling out v3 a month before it happens yeah you know? i mean
0: like playstation was soon ish but like that wasn't even scheduled yet we just were under the assumption it would be happening again you know right like this was here's who's coming oh konami's on this list and then a couple weeks later like you know what not yet (laughs) yeah so yeah i i don't have the full list but like capcom's gonna be there square enix uh ubisoft of course xbox and nintendo for the big three are gonna be represented there i imagine activision was included there too but like yeah we don't know, you know No,
1: actually Activision is not in the Oh D3. they're not okay. I, I do like the the big two are obviously Playstation mm-hmm. and Activision. They have not said where they're going or, or what they're doing. Fair. So
0: So with that, like obviously this is gonna be a Nintendo Direct, obviously there's gonna be an Xbox show. But like Capcom Is capcom gonna have a conference i don't think they have before you know they're attending e3 but in what capacity like is there gonna be is capcom just joining the xbox stage to announce their stuff is is capcom gonna be in some weird in-between thing where greg miller is going over what's up with all these things right like yeah how does that work are the the companies that don't have a conference themselves are they just getting announced on the where keely would just be sitting on a couch which i imagine is what greg is doing this year yeah is is that what's happening for capcom and square is square gonna have a showcase because we just got square Enix presents a couple months ago like they bring that back what's up so
1: many 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 questions yeah many so
0: questions. that's where i'm at right now as far as like planning for like this show and what we're actually gonna do of like talking about e3 hyping up e3 and doing a little preview I feel like we can't right now because, like.
1: It, it, yeah. It, it's hard to plan because it seems like there is no plan for E3 yet. Like, we have dates. Mm-hmm. That's great. But, like.
0: Is it all day? Is it. Like...
1: What's the timing? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah like, Cause yeah. So,
0: yeah. I think right now I'm expecting the Tuesday. Mo- I don't even know if this makes sense with what they announced for dates, but like the Tuesday morning Nintendo Direct, right? the monday afternoon xbox show because i think they do monday sometimes the last time they did sunday i think um and then maybe like a ubisoft day and maybe a square day across however many days e3 is and then those are the scheduled things and then in between we have a constant live stream going from youtube gaming or whatever or the esa where greg is hosting it and then it's like, okay, well, next up we have the expansion for Monster Hunter Rise. Da, 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 da. Next up we have uh, a Metal Gear Solid remake. You know, like, going through all these things where we would typically just have Keely talking casual with some people, right? Like, so, those streams go all day, every day of E3. So, is that how some of these publishers are getting their news out there? Are they just... Again, tagging on to the big ones is the Xbox show going to be four hours? Like,
1: it's here is literally is, there's Guerrilla Collective before E3, which like I already have a headache. <laughs> Indie live uh, headache again. You know, NetEase Connect is happening on May twentieth, and then there's a Final Fantasy uh, fourteen digital fan festival from May fourteenth to fifteen. Mm-hmm. So for E3 specifically right it's June 12th through the 15th okay right so on June 12th at 12 p.m Pacific is going to be Ubisoft forward okay the PC gaming show is also going to be on June 13th
0: okay
1: yeah those are those are the only e3 things here because after that there's a feature game show which I don't think is a part of e3 mm-hmm. and that's June 13th. Which falls in the spot, smack dab in the middle of E3,
0: right? Gonna have dual streams going?
1: Yeah. And then we just have, Christian, we just have June for yeah. Summer Games Fest.
0: Yeah, because it's like, June. We, like, we know there will be an hour long Nintendo Direct, there will be an Xbox show. Like, those are yeah. happening. We just don't know when. So, yeah. I feel like it's hard to get excited for E3. And, all of that on its own we also have the idea that pretty much every single major game this year either has been delayed into the fall or is probably going to get delayed or if it's a new game being announced it was probably supposed to come out this year and is now a 2022 game so like do you think we leave e3 this year excited for the fall or excited for 2022? 2022 where's your head at right now for that
1: probably 2022 like i think there are going to be some stuff that, that 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 hits obviously fall um that are going to be big stuff that we're going to be excited about right like battlefield you know that's that's definitely something that's been getting a lot of buzz lately um i do think death hits that fall date i don't think that slips anymore um from a more playstation side of course there's the big one which is forbidden west we just got an article via Wired today that. They reiterated that the West* is coming out later later this year. Fingers crossed. I hope that actually happens. Yep. I would love for that to be the fall game, but I could easily see I could easily see 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 that being pushed one morning in a blog post. I wake up on a Monday, you know, eight a.m. Like *God of War*, LMAO. Yeah, no, like LMAO. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's funny too, because like, when's the last time there was a? I guess with the exception of the ps5 launch right because that was an anomaly because it was a launch for a console when was the last time there was a major like playstation studios release in the fall like fall fall not september but like october november december when was that was there one in the last couple years because like
1: they typically don't. Yeah, yeah, they 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 typically let, let the third-party partnerships and publishers, you know, have their fair game. Mm-hmm. And they're obviously going to make a lot of revenue during the fall anyway because right. they're buying third-party on PlayStation. So it's like whatever, you know? Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, like uh, aside from PS5 launch, which is, of course, that's a console launch. That's yeah. a whole different ball game. Um. You're right. Yeah, they, 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 they typically don't launch. Like Spider-Man was September, yeah. right? That's probably like the closest thing we've gotten to like a fall playstation launch for sure so yeah because like maybe horizons in that's in september october i'm still
0: september feels early for not having seen much though
1: i think they're gonna blow it out at the at june you know Mm -hmm. june or june or july like i think i think that's the time to blow it out um yeah yeah like i think once we're over that ratchet that ratchet ripped apart hump Mm -hmm. and um I assume they want to give a lot of, um, you know, uh, praise to Intergrade, right? Like yeah. I think that's also something that like so, they want to push these next few weeks. Yes, yeah, so um, let's
0: say July then, right? Because that's after yeah. Intergrade, that's after Ratchet. Like July, August, September, like showing Horizon for the first time since that like cinematic trailer. July and then releasing in September—that seems intense for them, right? Like because. Do they have a history of Ascent, like doing stuff like that? I don't know if I can think of anything of like not a reveal, but kind of a re-reveal for Horizon because it's been missing for a while. And then I know it's
1: yeah. Sorry, but
0: Releasing it within two months, like I know, like Nintendo did that with Paper Mario last year, but that's Paper Mario, that's not Horizon Zero Dawn, right? Like,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know, cause like, and Bethesda did that with Fallout, and that's Fallout, but that was still like a six, seven month. Window.
1: Yeah, like I think the one that Nidra comes to mind, which again, like we've already re that, like it's kind of like an anomaly, not really reflective of like the usual part of the course for PlayStation. But Miles Morales, right, was revealed in June and came out in November, right? Like, but granted, that's console launch, whole different ball game, yeah, right there. That's,
0: that's still like half a year, right? This would be like two months.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So I think they
1: would do. I I think, yeah. I mean, like, if for 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 West*, I mean, I I do think that would be a have to be a November game.
0: Yeah, and right, it would have to be. Yeah, like does unless it- they're
1: gonna fucking do it just differently, but yeah, like like unless they really are just going to give us a long gameplay demo, we have a big dump of news in the next two months, you know, from July to late September, early October, and like that's just it. You know um which i think that 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 could work i think that that could work mm-hmm. it is different but i think it could work i don't know yeah maybe but, that might be the case i don't know yeah
0: I, I, like obviously i think 2021 is still a weird year because of COVID and everything but like horizon like if we have battlefield call of duty and a couple other third-party things launching this year that playstation has partnerships with right would there be an incentive to like hold on to horizon until february and then just own early next year like they do that's a proven thing for them so like and then you could buy yourself a bit more time for god of war which we probably know needs the time so like i i just don't know i don't know how it's going to shake out for them i'm just really curious is it that most of the third party stuff that was going to hit this year is getting pushed so they don't care if horizon launches this year like i don't know i really don't and it's, it's just a really i have no idea what fall looks like this year i really don't
1: yeah which i mean like is pretty exciting just given that like hey we're gonna have a good scope of it in a month mm-hmm. in a month time we're gonna have a really good look at the fall you know I hope um that, you know like yeah yeah like you would think in theory right for sure um but yeah i don't know like i can yeah i just don't want to say that like yeah definitely for West is launching this year mm-hmm. At this point because i think there's a lot of questions in the air for that for sure um the yeah yeah so but yeah like i don't know Mm. i think they would still put it out this year if it's ready this year i think they would still put it out um even given the third party stuff that would be out in the fall like i i just feel like like that's a different i feel like it's a different demographic kind of i know they're all I know it's there. There is a common denominator. There is a common denominator of just what games are you buying on your PS5 mm-hmm. in the fall, right? Just plain Jane, like, like that is the question, yeah. right? Cause like, and um yeah.
0: I think yeah. the only thing you could compare, and again, I'm talking more on a systems level. Not obviously like the setting is very different, but like yeah, the only thing I think you could compare that's probably third party coming out around Horizon if it does hit this fall is like Far Cry Six, which is an open world game with you know the wild is your enemy and just crafting and there's big bombastic stuff going on like and it's an open world triple a game and people buy both of those you know so like i don't know if they see that as a potential not threat but like is there an uh, there's no ubisoft game coming out in february like i don't i don't i don't know what that priority is for them so yeah it's weird um i guess in a similar vein then because it it sounds like you're leaning this way do you think most of the stuff that we're used to seeing fill out the fall from a third party lens is gonna hit this year or no
1: i think so um yeah like i think everything's still gonna hit um of course we've had like very questionable reports around cod this year Mm -hmm. um if that drops but like i don't think like 2k is gonna like it later or some shit like that like i think like any any annual franchise they um i would be interested to see if like there's even more of a discussion and critique about the quality of these games given that these are the games that were affected the most from covid Mm -hmm. right i think that's a interesting look to see from that type of lens and see how those go specifically um but i think above all else like the publishers are still like listen like these games are going to be out Under any circumstances, right? Like, and I think a part of that is maybe tied to why we had Toys for Bob last week on COD, right? Like, I think, granted, they're on Warzone, right? But, like, making content and having that content flow for Warzone Mm -hmm. still come at a pace um, that may have been inhibited because of COVID, right? In terms of, like, the long term, right? Like, yeah. yeah.
0: The only thing that's making me a bit hesitant to be on that with you is that Mm -hmm. like not even a year ago we had cyberpunk you know you're absolutely right so like absolutely right yeah at the time it seemed like every major like the buzz around most major upcoming games was like hey we don't want to be that you know like ubisoft yeah you can say whatever inspired them to do whatever right but like after cyberpunk came out they did push some stuff you know i don't know if that's a direct cause and effect but like you know it's a big budget game that is filling out a month the way some ubisoft stuff does the same way like i'm with you where i don't think cod is moving right like call of duty right yeah they ship the yeah. game without a story one year they will ship a game no matter what whatever's ready they'll do it
1: yeah that's that's what i was gonna say like 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 um, like 2K and COD and like all the like b- major, major triple A third-party games, like they don't have like the same like hype level as a Cyberpunk, right? They don't have the same like new IP like expectation, like clean slate than Cyberpunk, right? Mm-hmm. So as shitty as this sounds, right? Like yeah, Activision has and will again launch a cod that is considered quote-unquote broken in some aspects but they'll still do it
0: game wasn't it or like yeah or
1: something yeah 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 ghost was launch year for the ps4 and it was on like seven fucking titles and stuff like that and like yeah definitely not regardable but bottom line people still buy it yeah you know what i'm saying so like i think as shitty as that reality is that's just where we're at right now with those games Mm -hmm. um i think that like that's not going to change um because as like it's literally at a point where it's like is the game playable? Like like does it function to a degree? We'll ship it. <laughs> like like that's how I feel like they they literally almost treat that. You know, mm-hmm. whether that's good or bad it's up to the person, right. right? I think obviously that's not the best way to look at a game release, but um but yeah, that's just that's just kind of how it goes with with those games specifically, right? Yeah. Um but like I think if it's more of like a death loop right where like if that's just intrinsically just not done i don't think they would put out that game yeah right they're just different that's that i think could be more like more susceptible to a cyberpunk type of narrative you know
0: sure sure. so i guess for you then um as somebody who we've had conversations about this since like the next gen launches um it feels like it's a slow burn to like really kick things off like returnal seems like it's a good shot in the arm of like hey this is a true follow-up console to the ps4 ratchet looks like it's gonna be that too but with seeing the things that got bumped to around this time right like returnal got a bit of a bump we expected ratchet sooner but it's you know summer um launch window yeah
1: Like, no okay. <laughs> knowing what's
0: happened there are you at all worried about the fall as a ps5 owner in terms of having like new stuff to play because like yeah I-, I think that's a genuine concern to have you know like launch was good this stuff since launch again it's been kind of a drip feed but there's definitely highlights and now stuff that should have been early this year is probably going to be the fall but we don't even know at this point So like what's the new new stuff that was going to be the fall like what's your head out there are you concerned about fall as a new console owner right now
1: yeah um i don't think it's like completely like invalid to be concerned at this point for sure i think we're in a very like specific particular spot that we find ourselves with covering this industry where like yeah may um there's a lot of like holding breath Right? There, there's a lot of like, you know, hush hush, yeah, leaks happen, but like it's 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 the it's the quiet before everyone starts talking in June. Mm-hmm. Right? Like when E3 comes out and we have a full scope of the fall, right? Like that's what I'm that's what I'm expecting to happen. That's where I'm at. Where it's like, yeah, I think if you look at it right now, I think there there could be concern of like, yeah, what am I playing on my PS5 after Ripped Apart? Right. Like besides horizon and god of war right which god of war obviously none to be said you we all know about that but like um yeah like i think at that rate you know there is a little bit of like a huh okay like what else is there right like like where are certain things that we've been waiting for an update for but um i think ultimately i'm on the side of like and i think across the board even on on like third party as well where where it's like yeah, i, I was i'm more assuming third party. yeah Even like third party too. Like I'm assuming that we're gonna hear about these games next month, right? Like Mm -hmm. Battlefield's already in the lock. I'm very interested in that. That's that's gonna be a great one to come out with. Um, We're not getting an Assassin's Creed this year, you know. We we that's pretty much known. Um, I think what 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 would fill that spot is probably Far Cry Mm -hmm. Six, which I'm not that enthused about Far Cry Six yet, you know definitely not like if if the previews come out and it's just more like far cry 5 as much as i love mr esposito i don't think i'm i can see myself skipping that yeah. you know what i'm saying yeah. um it
0: feels like far cry needs a assassin's creed origins moment right now doesn't it yeah
1: yes i agree yeah i agree you know i'm just do just do something different you know yeah. i would love if far cry went back to i would love if far cry went back to just a 12 15 hour just story yeah that'd be cool <laughs> i think i think that could be really fucking great for that series let's just bring it back you know um but yeah like i i think it's completely valid to through that way i think i'm just gonna wait until we see now if we now if you ask me this after e3 and i have a concern i think that's a whole different whole different dynamic and like that i think it's definitely gonna be interesting if like we leave e3 2021 and like it's like, like shit. I got delayed again.
0: horizon Yeah, it's pushed, like or, like 20,
1: 2022 is going to be dope as hell. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 So, so. So, we'll see.
0: Two other things, um I wanted to talk briefly about Nintendo, but I can weave this into the question I had. Um dream scenario, what is like the best case where you leave E3? and you're excited and you're not like damn 2022 seems like it's it you know it's not like right um, like ideally and realistically like what what's that for you because i think right now like as somebody who uh hasn't dove into next gen yet um i'm i'm curious to see what there is to say from the publishers and everything i think nintendo's in an interesting position where because they have that Hardware that they've been working on for a while like i have no idea what's up with the switch pro this year sounds like it might be happening this year um but that's different than having a full generational leap where like you're trying to develop games for this new hardware right like the games that are coming out this year for nintendo they've been working on for like at least two years at this point so yeah I think it's less likely that Nintendo stuff that was intended to hit this year gets pushed out of this year, um, with the exception of a big thing like Breath of the Wild 2, any chance they can get to push that a little bit, I'm sure they'll take it, if it's ready, I'll be excited, but, like, Pokemon's not moving, um, it's the Zelda anniversary, so there will be something, if it's not a spinoff or a collection, there will be something, um, it's seems like like the Odyssey team should have a new game and I know there's a buzz going around right now that they're doing a Donkey Kong game which I've wanted for a long time it is the 40th anniversary this year so like there's also the Metroid trilogy which I know there's a weird thing going on there of like it would actually be really hard but for the longest time we've heard rumors that it's just done uh so I don't know but I I do think there's a world where the Nintendo lineup is probably I would be surprised if things moved significantly and it was a light year for them, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, hmm. I think that's where most of my stock is resting for E3 at 4 p.m. on May 12th. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. I know if they show something, it's probably not moving. So, like, I'll get excited for that. But, um, I think Dream Scenario... Square Enix, do a Kingdom Hearts thing, 20th is next year, Verum Rex show it off you don't have to show anything except for a cinematic but if i leave e3 excited it's because square enix showed varum rex and breath of the wild two is this year i don't know how you feel
1: um yeah i mean i'm i'd be i'd be so like you want like one thing on me that i'll be like okay
0: one or not a lot
1: but 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 this is the one
0: like realistically, um, thing that a thing that could happen, like something that won't make you be like, "damn," kind of a wash. Twenty twenty one, you know, like okay. something that would leave positive, maybe not over the gotcha. moon, but just positive.
1: Gotcha. I have a few. I have a, I have a few small things. Okay. on On the border of unrealistic, I would love to see, give Five Eight Seven Remake Part Two a title.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like I'd I'd fucking cry um but maybe not this year right but i would love that um i would love to see like a nice meaty like 10 minute chunk of horizon gameplay and the confirmation that is dropping this year i would adore that not holding my breath to that that maybe is also on the realm of possibility but i, I think that's more possible than getting a title for the next remake to be honest yeah cuz they still um, have 16
0: to talk about too
1: Exactly right. I bet sixteen is a is a lock for this year.
0: Really, I was do I believe that I was do I believe that it. I, I, believe that? I think I do. It, but I don't.
1: I. They showed a lot in that trailer. They and did. It's been like a year.
0: They did, but and the thing that I was with you on was like when they showed it, it was like, oh, this looks like an actual game. This this doesn't look like it's impossible to exist. Um. Yeah. And I know Square since the fifteen and Kingdom Hearts three debacle of an of last generation they've been very vocal of like hey games now from us are going to take less time to come out because we're on unreal now we've switched things up like we're we're not devoting ourselves to being high and mighty about our own like we're, we're gonna get games out now so right for all those reasons i do think 16 is i'm like 80 percent on 16 hitting this year but if it did get pushed right. If they have the slightest reason i'm sure they take it
1: <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah yeah um see so yeah, right right so so that could definitely halt them like even wanting to bring up remake part two for mm-hmm. sure like might as well push 16. um hmm honestly i know i've said that like they're probably gonna mess it up if it actually launches i would like to see Mod for two multiplayer remastered be real just to see it, you know? Just to, like, look, let's just fucking go for it. Is it, is it going to be fucked up? Are they going to mess up certain things with it? Yes. I'm fully expecting that, you know? But, like, I think we're beyond the realm of, like, the COD loot box era. I think we don't have to worry about that necessarily being in offer too, 2. Because um, I think that would have been, like, the worst type of messing up that game, uh, specifically. Um, but I'm not holding my breath for it, but I think that would be... Like, if if I'm really excited, if they show, like, Marvel 2 and we hear, like, the sounds and just, like, they make a really good trailer for for Marvel 2, that's going to kick up my nostalgia very much so. And, and I'm going to be excited for it, you know. But I'm saying right now, they're going to mess up some parts about it. But I will be excited for it, for sure. Um, so, I think that would be get hype. Um
0: i would love Field a also just because he said yeah. and, like crazy stuff i would love to see starfield because i that's another one where when a bethesda studio bethesda game studios game leaks it's close and it's been leaking so like again if yeah. they can, if they can have any reason to push it i'm sure they would but I, I i wouldn't be surprised if it did hit this year um right at the very least i think we're gonna see it so that would also be another positive for me yeah yeah but sorry, yeah. what were you saying
1: shoot i actually forgot um um some like smaller things too i would love a look at uh oh my god the sea of uh sea of solitude the oh, messenger jrpg oh yeah i would love to see that i would wait is that cry six stars Sea of Stars, excuse me, Sea, sea of, Salt of Stars an
0: EA original. I think. I'm
1: stupid. Sea of Stars, I would love to see that. Please give me that. Um I'd love you know like um uh a look at what um not they're not called Matt they're not called Matt Makes Games but that action so awesome. game that they Earth something, Earthwind or Earthwild? Yeah. Something like that. That seems further off but I'd love to see more about that. Um katana zero sequel would love to see that yeah, you know so update so,
0: on the, the show they're doing a show again
1: oh hell yeah hell yeah 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 so uh, there's a lot out there's a lot out there that i can be happy about for sure like i'm i'm looking for a lot um oh my god we would both die for a fall in 2 teaser for the love of god like that'd be lit yeah. that'd be fire uh for sure but um but yeah no like i think i think there's a lot on the table that I think it's going to be very unlikely that we're unsatisfied with e with e-, e 2021. If that ends up being the opposite, I'll eat my words. You know, I don't want to jinx it, knocking on wood. But, like, I think that there's enough here on the table that... Also, I mean, we haven't even talked about Rocksteady and stuff like that. Like, I bet will we see rocksteady at all like
0: i uh, that's you know? another thing i i don't think we'll see rocksteady because like gotham knights was first and that got pushed so suicide squad is probably getting pushed further so like no reason to you know? show it now if gotham knights is the next game it's coming out next year you know and like harry potter also like i
1: good point good point
0: i'm expecting an e3 like we've had the past couple where i think the past two e3s were like it was good because it was like oh we're just waiting for next gen but you know we're yeah. here there's all these things going on because of the world which uh, are uncontrollable but i, I do think keep expectations i'm keeping expectations low i think because i i love e3 e3 is my one of my favorite times of the year and mm-hmm. i'm just not really feeling the excitement like i sure as hell want to see what Nintendo's up to this year because they haven't talked much, and it is there's some pretty big things that could be hitting this year. But I think regardless of whatever, we're still gonna see those. But as far as everything else goes, like yeah, I just don't know because I I really could see everything that I'm expecting to hit this year just get pushed. So
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think at the worst, prepare for an E3o updates. Uh, with a couple announcements maybe
1: factions too please
0: yeah how did you please it's basically
1: can we please get factions please who which which deity do i have to play it i pray the Shuhei every night but i'll do it twice now like what whatever i gotta do (laughs) you know what i'm
0: saying
1: Mm -hmm. oh man good times is that
0: the big fall game if horizon gets pushed is it factions is that just listen release
1: i know from the general populace that is not the caliber that would fulfill me Mm -hmm. (laughs) like like, i'd be good with that i'd be good with that would i i'm saying that in like a half joking manner to be honest but um i'd be down for that Mm -hmm. you know but like will it actually be like the the main staple for ps5 and fall not sure um but yeah we'll see we'll see we'll see
0: yeah well uh like kevin mentioned we will be watching e3 stuff here on joy Clicks, so if you want to watch along with us we'll be here when whatever the hell's happening is happening um but until then kevin where can everybody find you
1: you you like this place in source um you can watch me beat metal gear solid 4 i'm very excited about it mm-hmm. very very excited it's it's mere hours away as of this recording you know, where will this game end? I'm very excited, not only because I want to see the end of MGS4, but we're one step closer to Metal Gear Solid v, You know what I'm saying? Like the real, the real meat. I think that we're going to be having here for sure. Like I, I I'm very curious about MGS5 because like there was so much discussion about MGS5 that like I just had no context for when it was happening. Right. So to finally like be able to step back, experience it. And then re-tread those similar aspects of the whole debacle. I think it's going to be really, really interesting mm-hmm. um, to see through a through a player's lens now instead of just like a spectator. Um, so you can check out that, of course, Road to Oh big update for Road to the Part. It was supposed to be David K's week this week. However, Sony struck at me. Sony, these, these, these. You know, I I, I think it was Sony. Am I allowed to say that? I
0: don't.
1: You know things happen <laughs> out of my control mm-hmm. um but it has been pushed to launch day
0: darth vader showed Rota, up
1: for for rationing yeah, like, like, with the part yeah like some happened
0: deal pray do an altar further <laughs> there you go yes
1: that that's that that's precisely what happens mm-hmm. yeah um but hey we're gonna be having him on launch day for rationing Rift apart pretty cool yeah so awesome. it's a pretty good trade-off right there so yeah. that is still happening get your questions in you know what i'm saying but um uh it will be having a later date but we have plenty of stuff to go over with the Rise and clank previews that came out today as of this recording so definitely that will be the main topic of road to Rift apart saves our podcast where we couldn't do a show last weekend because my internet but we will be doing a final review of returnal very excited for that um and like spoiler cast s type type thing as well um and uh yeah i got videos about I want to make uh, um, uh, videos about Last of Us remake as well, and different stuff like that. PSVR two, we talked about on the channel this the uh, this week as well, and uh, check out all that. Twitter at PS Bids, all that good stuff.
0: Very, all very stuff. nice. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Twitch, TikTok at Chun2d2. So it's here, YouTube.com/slash Joyclicks for this year podcast. Uh, Jedi Knights Excelsior long play club all in their individual playlists on the channel if you want to get the audio version of this show you can check it out on apple podcasts spotify your service of choice if you can rate a review on that platform it would be greatly appreciated if you do because it helps the show a ton and if you want to help out further you can go to patreon.com joy at the one and five dollar tiers five dollar tier gets you producer credit on this show and every show like chris sacks and erin easton so thank you very much and um yeah i somebody is like doing construction so i don't know if you hear a hammer it's not thor it's a some just somebody in my neighborhood but i don't
1: hear it i don't
0: hear it it's going right now
1: oh yes i do now yep. okay i do, <laughs> I, do.
0: I, do. Well, I do hear it uh that's gonna do it for this week we'll be back next week with hopefully the start of our e3 previews uh until then now it's pizza time it's pizza
1: Yeah, like I think Sony, Sony told them that like they wanted to like properly like align the marketing with the game, his appearance. So they, like, I told
0: them that like, hey, do a little bit closer to the game.